Butker trying to line this up. Winchester will snap it. Polkwit will hold it. Twenty twenty tie. High snap. Pull down. Butker's kick is up. It is right down the boulevard. It's good. And the Chiefs take a twenty three to twenty lead with four seconds left in regulation. And Harrison Butker kicks some. You know what? Welcome to the Chiefs Kingdom. How's it going, Chiefs Kingdom? Welcome back to the Arrowheads Abroad podcast without Brad and without Tom, but we have Dave, and that's what's important. I am your stand-in non-English accent voice, Ryan Tracy. Welcome to the show. Hope you like the brand new intro. Tom and Brad, that was all for me. I know. It's like it's almost like a pond, isn't it? Like <laughs> the one the one show neither of them's here. They've been moaning at me for ages about getting the new intro and the the first show, the new intro goes out on, they're not on it. It's brilliant. I like it. it. Oh, man. It, it's, it's uh, as I say, I've had a few comments about updating it due to the fact that uh, an ex-kicker may be mentioned in it at some point. So it's good to finally uh, get the new one out there at last. You just wait. There's going to be at some point very, very soon, Mitch Holt is screaming, touch on Mahomes, and then you can just rebuild it again. Oh, I can't wait. <laughs> it's so much fun when that finally happens. Can't wait for it this Sunday. Oh, I just can't wait. There should be a couple, right? You'd hope so. Uh, that's the plan, right? Hmm. That's probably, I mean, yeah, that's the, especially that play against Atlanta. It's got everybody kind of set up for that's what they want to see. I, I don't know that if we're going to agree on the way that this game plan ought to actually come off, but it's going to happen. Yeah, definitely. Um, I think now everyone's got a taste of it. And I think the big difference was that just go and look at Twitter when that happened. <laughs> Twitter blew up. It melted. And that doesn't normally happen for stuff mm-hmm. involving the Chiefs. And I think that's going to be the big difference this year is that Mahomes, it might not be Sunday, but at points during this season, Mahomes is going to have those moments where you just go, wow. <laughs> like... Just things that other quarterbacks can't do. And, you know, no offense to Alex Smith because obviously he brought us out of the cellar-dweller, almost Browns bad. Of the Todd Haley era, we're going to call that? Yeah. (laughs) Well, that's probably the kindest way to put it. But, um, yeah, so obviously he made the Chiefs sort of what they are today. But I just think, like, that Mahomes is going to be that next level kind of people who are neutrals are finally going to start looking at the Chiefs and go oh wow those those guys can play yeah I agree I'm looking forward to it and I think it's like you said it's they've gotten this far with Alex Smith and they've been consistent now it might be not quite as consistent but those the bigs the highs are going to be higher and I think you're right they're they're going to be able to take a step forward if they can just lock down that defense yeah um and I say it's been preseason so, I'm kind of willing to give the defense a little bit of leeway. Um, and I think, especially from an offensive standpoint, because even the offense wasn't really clicking 100%. Like, I look at that as, I think Reed's played it pretty close to his chest and just gone, 
let's keep it pretty vanilla. Let's mm-hmm. not show too much. We've got a divisional rival first game of the season. We don't want to show them too much stuff. And then, because you know what Reed's like, especially that that opening script, that, that first 15, 20 plays that he scripts, you know he's going to come at them with some stuff and see how they react and see what they try and do to change up. And I think, yeah, you'll you'll see a few new plays that, teams haven't seen before like kind of what we were seeing at the start of last season where there was little shuffle passes and we saw more of that college style spread offense and I think you'll see something similar for for Mahomes on Sunday where there'll be a few little tweaks and stuff that teams haven't seen before yeah I agree I'm really looking forward to seeing a little bit of the shifts the things that he can do to set up plays for Mahomes because I think that's for a young quarterback like that's that's one of the key things is being able to get movement out of the defense so he can identify coverage i think that's probably the biggest thing that he needs to get better at for sure and i think you'd say that probably about a lot of young quarterbacks i -hmm. think that's always the the key thing with any young guy starting in the league is being able to to read those coverages and those the, the the stuff the defense is trying to throw at you and i think obviously the one advantage that mahomes probably has over maybe some other guys that have started early is that he's got the run game and he's got the receivers they're not relying it's not like you look at Indy recently where they put so much on luck you know it's not going to be like that for the Chiefs with Mahomes because he's got Hunt he's got Kelsey he's got Hill he's got Watkins he's got all those guys that you can sort of rely on to help him out a little bit so obviously you'd think that would help ease him into it a little bit more as well yeah for sure. I mean, rely on all of them, right? Spread it around. Yeah. I say it's what Smith, the one thing Smith did really, really well is that he would always be able to spread the ball around and make sure that, you know, every guy got their slice of the pie, shall we say. <laughs> yeah, I, I hope that it's going to give them, especially in this first game, like you said, a division rival, give them an, an idea of what they can get done right away. Uh, I know we're going to get into this, into the specifics of this game, but just in, in generalities, yeah. get a little bit of touches for everybody and, and understand the timing. You know that it's all good to play in the preseason, but this yeah. this contest is going to step timing, game speed up another level. Yeah, for sure. As I say, like this is the ones on the ones. You know, these are the guys that you're going to be playing week in, week out against. And uh, I say no. No preseason game can replicate that. No, no training camp scrimmage, regardless of how competitive it might be, can replicate that. And I think, yeah, you'll say, I think you may see some teething issues early on, for sure. It's bound to happen. Mm-hmm. Rookie QB and all that kind of stuff. Well, rookie QB for all intents and purposes. But so yeah, there's bound to be some teething problems. But I think, as you said before, the highs are going to be higher even though we may have those moments we didn't have with Smith quite as much. I just think, yeah, the highs will be higher. Yeah, I'm looking forward to that. Really, I I don't know, and we've been debating this over on our show as well. Like, is it it Reed's just so happy to have Mahomes and what he can do and, like you said, all the wrinkles that he can throw out there? When you look at it, do you see it starting off as as a pass-heavy script there in the first 15? Or do you think they're going to try to set him up to do that later in the second half? It's one of those. It's interesting because you would think with a guy, you know, starting only his second ever NFL game, you would think most coaches would go, you know what, let's start him off easy. Let's break him in. Let's just 
hand the ball off to to Kareem Hunt for a couple of plays first and let the nerves settle down a little bit and see if we can gain a couple of first downs. But you say that and then you just think that just doesn't to me that doesn't seem like Reed. Like <laughs> I think Reed has confidence in his guys to go out and execute and if he thinks that if it's his game plan that he wants to come out and start throwing a ball early, then he'll start throwing a ball early. I don't think he's going to be worried about, you know, Mahomes early on. I think he's just quite happy to put him out there and just let him execute the game plan, whatever it is that he has lined up. Yeah, I can see that. I I think there's going to be a scripted stab downfield to try and loosen everything up. But Mm. I go back to when training camp started, and I feel like – how specific Pat Mahomes was about trying to be efficient and take what the defense gives you. And I think, honestly, despite that play against Atlanta, I feel like they're going to let the defense come to them a little bit. And there will definitely be a play where they're going to get single high and they're going to get man-on-man tight coverage and they're going to let the speed demons just go for it. I think that'll happen naturally. I don't know that they need to force it, but I'll be real interested to see just how much they, they put that in the first 15. Yeah, I mean, I say it's interesting because it is one of those, like, you almost feel like you want to set the tone a little bit, like, early, just like, this is the kind of team that we want to be. But I say, at the same time, it's if you can give the ball to Kareem and sort of just grind out a little bit early, complete those short, simple little slant routes, the little hitches, and just get the timing down and get everyone in a bit of a rhythm. And then you start bringing the defense and start the defense starts creeping up a little bit. Yeah, then look to hit them over the top. We'll see. Um, I say, I, I, I certainly think probably in that first 15 plays, you'll see one deep shot. Well, and those deep passes especially, I think, are all dependent on their protection. And I think they have a, a good mm-hmm. chance, despite having what looks like it's going to be Andrew Wiley starting for them at left guard, a guy who... Played on the other side with the ones in camp, but hasn't been over there. But the Chargers are missing a couple of guys. Corey Legit's out. He's mm-hmm. gone four weeks on a suspension. And now there's this news about Joey Bosa may not be ready to play. I mean, uh, you know, as, as much as we've struggled with Legit at times, like Bosa is a force on, on that D-line. So if he can't go on Sunday, that, that makes – the world of difference because I say like I think he's what in his first 26 games 23 sacks or something like that which is crazy um especially considering you know in his first season as well he was late getting into camp and everything like that so for a guy to be on that pace that early he's pretty frightening and um yeah if he can't go on Sunday it makes the world of difference in terms of being able to protect Mahomes and even in the run game, he's a disruptive force on both, you know, on both sides. So, mm-hmm. yeah, if, if he can't go, it'll make a huge difference to what the Chiefs are able to do. You know, I, I'm looking forward to that because I think their absence in particular against, um, maybe like you said, Bosa can play both sides, but he ends up on the right-hand side of the defense fairly often. I don't know what the split would be, but it feels like it's probably two-thirds of the time. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and for a young new starter – Ian Wiley having to to deal with him on his outside shoulder and in Legion where he would have been on his inside shoulder. You know, this yeah. is 
this is an advantage for what the Chiefs' weak point is in terms of their offensive line. and It just bodes well for being able to get things done in both the run and the pass game. Yeah, for sure. And um, as I say, it's just, I think it all goes back to setting the tone. And setting the tone is going to be difficult on the, on the defense as well. Uh, as we found out that Eric Berry has not practiced for this Chiefs mm. defense that has been so under fire and so waiting for him to return. Makes me a bit nervous. How do you feel about it? I'm worried, definitely. And, you know, like I said before, it was only preseason, and you try not to put too much stock into to what happens in preseason, but there are worrying signs there, for sure. And, I, I, again, as much as you miss his play at safety, that that leadership on the field is so crucial, crucial as well. And... Obviously, missing both missing both aspects just just makes it that much harder. Um, and yeah, if he can't go, it's obviously tough. Um, and I mean, depending on how severe this injury is, the longer he can't go, <laughs> you might be seeing the Chiefs in quite a few shootouts this year. Yeah, and I have to say that this injury in particular is, and you will know this from playing at the back of a defense. That leadership and getting guys aligned, making sure that you can see the whole field, it lies on the safeties. And I think that's the big reason that they made such a beeline to get Ron Parker back, especially mm-hmm. if they knew Eric was not recovering well or that they weren't comfortable putting him in a position where he could re-injure himself. I think Ron Parker makes all the difference in this defense. Oh, yeah. For, it's definitely a vet, he's a veteran voice, and certainly from what he knows what Bob Sutton likes to do on defense, especially when you consider the amount of youth everywhere else outside of what really Houston maybe Alan Bailey like you know there there isn't much else there in terms of experience and veteran leadership so yeah I think he's going to play a crucial role on on Sunday now I I did a rundown of of a game plan this week uh, and I'll let you all know Mm -hmm. where that is here in a little bit but specifically for me because of that absence of Eric Berry. And and Ron, like you said, knows what he's supposed to be doing, but, you know, he's been gone for a while. Uh, it yeah. is like riding a bike, but it is still – got to get on that bike and ride. So <laughs> for, to protect them and this secondary that's, that's still cobbling itself together like a thousand puzzle pieces where you're missing about half of them. Um, mm-hmm. Really, for me, the key for this game on the defensive side is to put pressure and actually make contact with Philip Rivers. He's going to get the ball off. So hits, I, I feel, are, are almost as good as actually getting sacks. Yeah, I say, I think, as you've seen previously with Rivers, if you get under his skin, you can affect his game. And I think that's been the case previously with, with the Chiefs whenever they played against him. I think he's probably had some of his worst games as a Charger playing against the Chiefs. So certainly, if you can get in his face and rile him up a little bit, you take him out, you know, out of that rhythm. It's like we're talking about with the Chiefs. If you like, Rivers is a guy. If you allow him to get into a rhythm, he is so accurate with that football, and he can, he can get that ball out quick. That if you let him get in that rhythm, he's he can be difficult to stop. Obviously, Keenan Allen, we know what he can do. He's he's torched us previously. Um, Marcus Peters. <laughs> yeah, well, I wasn't going to say that still. Still a bit oh. too, still a bit too sad. But um, you look at it from a, a matchup standpoint, and especially with Chargers having Verrett down for the year and Hunter Henry down for the year, from a matchup standpoint, 
you feel like the Chiefs should be able to win this game. You think they should have enough talent to win this game. But as I say, it's just going to be, I think, fine margins, as it always is in these divisional games. Like, is is he seeming the Chiefs even when they were bad? Like, the divisional games can always be close. And I think, mm. yeah, as I say, as discussed earlier, getting out to a fast start, I think, would be will be crucial on Sunday. Yeah, I have to agree. And and like you said, this this goes back to that game where Alex Smith had to bring them back and had that, that famous moment after the game. Mm. But I see that really similar to you do. It's going to be a tight game. I actually made a prediction that it's going to be a one-point game and that Pat Mahomes wow. is going to have to bring them back. Hey, I'm all for that. You know, if, that, if Mahomes can keep making a habit of a uh, game-winning fourth-quarter drive, I'm down with that. Who do, you, who do you think really is in a position to stand out for the Chiefs in this game? I, I'd like to think probably Kareem Hunt's probably going to be the guy. You know, obviously there's a lot of talk about Mahomes with it, you know, him now being the starting quarterback. But that Chargers run defense last year was atrocious. Yeah. And At they full are strength. now missing. <laughs> Sorry? At full strength. Yeah. You've got to go into that game thinking you can run the ball on that team. So I say if Kareem Hunt can get in a – get going early and you can get the ball in his hands early and you're having to force the charges to bring guys up to stop that run game you're only going to help Mahomes later in the game as well that's exactly what I think and I just want to see I want to see collisions Uh, I think honestly in this game where the the Chargers have a left guard that um, was hurt last season he's an athletic guy but he's a weak Mm -hmm. point on their line the Chiefs have a, a weak point on their line at left guard whoever at the end of the day, to me, whoever can be more physical wins this game, as far as I can see. Yeah, and I say I, I hate to keep harking back to it, but it, it's that setting that tone. That was a thing for the Chiefs, is that New England game really set the tone for for the Chiefs for that those first five games last year. You know, I don't think many people gave as much of a chance going into Foxborough on opening weekend mm-hmm. last year. <laughs> so yeah, I think these these early games are crucial, and especially with a a younger guy at quarterback. Like if you can build that confidence and get guys going early, it, I think it just makes things so much easier, and it'll take a lot of pressure off the defense, especially you know a defense like ours that has underperformed in preseason and does have question marks. No, well, even beyond all that, like you said, such an underdog against the Patriots last season, and I'm really looking forward to this game. Being able to change the commentary uh, in the media, the national media, I'm sorry, the international media, (laughs) because everyone's picking the Chargers to win this division. The Chiefs go in there and win this game week one. National media has to change their tune, which means the Chiefs are going to get exposure at a national and international level. And I think that's really the bigger thing that could happen as a result of this game. Oh, yeah, for sure. And like it's bound to happen at some point and I think as we talked about earlier Mahomes could provide that as well and <laughs> I think he's certainly got a few marquee matchups as well this year you know you think we've got to play the Rams on Monday night in Mexico and um, I think the second to last week we played the Seahawks at Century Link Field as well um, so th- there's going to be games here where you know, we're going to be able to make a statement and, you know, possibly show the rest of the NFL and the guys that, you know, the fans and the supporters of other teams that probably don't pay as much attention to the Chiefs that 
there's there's certainly a reason to do so this year. I hope it comes true, but yeah, we'll see. I guess we've been saying it for years. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, we'll just keep saying it until it happens. But well, at the end of the day, um, you guys do predictions, I think. So, mm-hmm. what do you think is is the end result? I say I'm with you in that. I think is going to be a pretty close game. You know, the Chiefs have the Chargers number in recent years as well. It was six straight victories, I think, against the Chargers or something like that. Yep. So, yeah, it's going to be close. Um, but I think the Chiefs will probably just edge it 24 to 21. Yeah, I like it. I had to make it officially 28-27 over on our show. So I'm going to stick with that, I think. But. Yeah, I would say I'm happy as long as it puts a W in the column. Right. I'm, uh, I'll be happy. Yeah, <laughs> I'm with you there. Um, folks, I appreciate you all listening to me and having an American on this show again. Um, in fact, my kids, by the way, since listening to last show, keep trying to get me to say bonnet. And bonnet. Oh, all right. Yeah, yeah. Like car bonnet. Yeah. Right. Yeah, yeah. Trying to work that in. So just, just yeah, for everybody's yeah, yeah. information. But Oh, by the way, I do need to drop something else in because Tom will kill me if I don't mention this. Mm-hmm. Um, but halftime of the Chiefs Chargers game on Sunday night, we have the, I want to say it's the first prize draw of the season don't quote me on this i don't organize this stuff tom does so <laughs> please don't shout at me tom um but yeah prize draw gold members prize draw half time at the chiefs Chargers game i don't know if it's broad i'm not i think brad might be doing it live on youtube but don't quote me on that but be on the lookout on twitter for the result of that on sunday at halftime that's it well i'll be watching i'm a member so I expect to win. I'm just saying <laughs> if it's rigged, y'all know what happened, but um, yeah, definitely hope you enjoyed the new intro that, that is just for Dave and I. And when Tom yep. and Brad get back, they'll just have to do their own thing, but uh, make sure you're checking out the website. Make sure you're watching Brad on the Brit chief channel on YouTube. If, if you can stand looking at American, check out the RGR football, my channel on YouTube as well. And thanks for having me around Dave. No, it's been a pleasure as always, man. Pleasure as always. Well, I hope you all enjoy the game. You're going to be up a little bit later than me, but from one kingdom to another, we'll see you all soon. Cheers.